Simmons like a pinata. Fuck you, blue Balenciagas. Robin Jean with the phone pies. Hit the claw and I'm a black bottles. Bloods with me, whoop, whoop, whoop. No set tripping, ain't no creepy fool. Jeans and pizza, 10k gold. I'm a fucking fool, you better act cool. German shepherds in my backyard. Yo, what's good? Uh, Jacob here. I delete episode 8 of uh, The Gentleman Sweep here with my boy. So, I, I'd like to apologize for a delayed episode. I know last time we said it would never happen again. Uh, if you guys believed us the first time, then like, that, that's, that on you, that's on honestly. you guys, honestly. <laughs> fool me once, uh, shame on you, fool me twice. You know, you guys know the rest. Alright, I don't time, think you know the rest. I think I, that's what <laughs> but I feel like uh, it was for very valid reasons. Uh, Jake came, went to Toronto this weekend. I had to, I had to rep the set. I yeah. had to go see my squad in he, real life. Uh, spent some time with the boy Mario. I most certainly did. It was actually my first time going to a game at the ACC. But uh, first, sick. first, let's uh, cover uh, how was uh, how's Mario's place down in Toronto. It's pretty nice. I gotta say, it's uh, it's a little bit of like a strange setup in that it's uh, it's like a shed. What 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 do you mean? It's a shed? like. Uh, so he, he, there's a, he lives on like a large street and there's like an alleyway that runs in behind. And in the alleyway, it's like a multitude of large sheds, but the sheds are like apartments. But like the alley would be too small to like get two car, like a car going in either direction. Like it's not really a street. It's not really like an alley. It's difficult to explain, but they're kind of just like large sheds. You make it like sound like he lives buildings. underground in some like hallway or something. No, no, no. Like it's <laughs> nice. But so the way- Does it, it scream? I make... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> No, but you have to understand the cost of living in Toronto is like so much oh, yeah. more than here. Yeah, so it's definitely. more expensive. But he's staying in like an Airbnb place that like you go in and there's a door initially to the right and the right is a hardware store and then a little bit deeper is like the door to his apartment. Okay. So it actually has like a practical use as well as being an apartment. But it's nice. It's got like super high ceilings. Uh, his like the two bedrooms are pretty spacious. Uh, Two I mean, not that I went into <laughs> not that I went into his roommate's room, but like he told me she had the, the like a larger room than his, and his his room was like perfectly adequate. So, and uh, did you get to meet said roommate? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, not gonna name drop or anything, but uh, <laughs> you know. We, I would, but I forgot the name. <laughs> it was actually like a really strange. Uh, I was there for over twenty four hours, and I don't think we spoke more than just saying hi. Like you. Like she came in, okay. and me and Mario were playing FIFA. And she looked like she was like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, hi. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, oh, hello. And then she just like did not acknowledge us whatsoever for the next 24 hours. Well, that's nice. Her and Mario don't speak whatsoever. They've got a really nice working relationship. Yeah, that's that uh, completely professional. I like that. <laughs> Definitely, you know, he's, uh, he's keeping it, keeping it uh, nice, and, nice and clean, which I like. And uh, so this is your first game uh, you watched uh, for the Raptors, right? Yeah, it was nice. I, I, my dad... So actually, sorry, first one at the Raptors yeah, home. Yeah, because yeah. I went, I flew to San Francisco last year to watch them play the Warriors. Took a big fat L against the Warriors, but I was, I was cheering pretty hard. I was, I was in enemy territory. This time I was down in Toronto, again, cheering very hard, but this time not in enemy territory. And not alone. Not alone, yeah. It was a good game, but I was pretty disappointed. John Wall was out, Norman Powell was out, DeLon Wright was out, and Serge Ibaka was like a game-time decision, so I thought like I spent way too much money to like miss four of the most prominent players on, on either team. But it was good. Um, I caught a towel from like one of the, the cheerleaders. Damn. Yeah, it was jokes. Actually, it was like thrown directly to this like small Filipino man standing directly in and front of me. And you just blocked that shot. Yeah, I just reached over and grabbed <laughs> it. And uh, he was like, he had both hands up. It was just like falling directly into his hands. And I just, just, like kind of, I just boxed him out. And I just <laughs> cheesed it. And then he turned around and he like dapped me up really hard. And I was like, this is not like, you should be vexed about this. You should want to fight me. And his girlfriend was there too. And she was like, 
you were talking that trash. Yeah, definitely. But it was it was actually a good game. Uh, Toronto like managed to keep it a close game even though they were playing without Wall. Okay. Uh, so that was a little bit disappointing. I was kind of hoping they would like really show their dominance to like a Wallace team. But Bradley Beal was just insane. Uh, he was taking all these marching gore touch screens, and you know Jonas Valanciunas' pick pick and roll defense. So he had about like 20 feet of open space to pull up for these threes, and he was just like money on all of them. But it was one of the best DeRozan performances I've ever seen, and so to get to like see it live was even crazy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah. you got to see uh, your favorite player put yeah. up a pretty good game. Yeah, he had 33, 8, and 5 on I think 15 of 26. So like he was he was lights out. That's he, pretty good. He was really really good. Kyle Lowry. I don't even think Ben Golliver could hate on that. No, he even had, he had two threes as well. Like he was uh, DeRozan is like quietly shooting the three pretty well this season. He's shooting like 33 percent from three. Yeah. Let's not pretend that's a good stat. Like no, but like, <laughs> but like league average is 35. He's like making one a game, right? Yeah. But yeah. still, that means you're taking three uh, a game. All right. All right. But it opens right. up so much spacing for the floor when he when you have to actually step out on it. Yeah. It opens up spacing like three times. Don't sleep on, <laughs> don't sleep on the fact that he was the Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, I saw week. that. And Cat was the, the Western Conference Player Cat of the Week. Cat was definitely, definitely the Conference <laughs> Exactly. So I don't know how much credibility that award has anymore. Cat is on my but, fantasy team and he's just like really letting me down. But DeRozan ha- was, has been good and, and was yeah. good that week. The, the Raptors in general have really been pissing me off though because they went on this crazy run where they beat uh, Houston in Houston and then the next night the Pelicans in New Orleans. Uh, Who've been surprisingly good yeah, too. Yeah, been surprisingly good. I was hating on them hard, and then just absolutely like ransacked the Knicks. Uh, then they held held their own against uh, Washington when I was there, and then last night in New York, the Knicks went on a twenty eight zero run against the Raptors, and uh, I was really pissed. I was, yeah, watching, I was watching the TV at home. It's my been dog, a roller coaster of emotions. My dog, as a Raptors fan, yeah. and, and for you in general. It like on one hand, you uh, got to see uh, your favorite player kill it. On the other hand, you. They ended up losing the neck like a couple nights later to uh, really Toto's favorite team, yeah. the New York Knicks. The Knicks are, are not as good as the record, but they play really hard. And uh, like they, they did deserve to win yesterday, though. Like I'm not taking away taking away credit. Toronto was just so shit. I was watching it. My dog was with me. And I, like I almost threw him through the TV. And I was just so <laughs> fucking pissed. But uh, but yeah, good experience. Only after he's a guest for our podcast can you do that. Definitely. <laughs> But yeah, good. But he was a guest. I mean, he was on my lap that one. Time. <laughs> but good experience with Mario in Toronto. Uh, a little bit of a an experimental moment between me and him. We were uh, watching TV later in the evening, and I was uh, it's getting kind of tired. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna take my shower and I'll go to bed. And so uh, I, I shower, whatever. And he's just like chilling in his room, and there's a couch like in the living room. So I start to just like I take like a blanket. I get my, he he made me bring a a pillow because he had no he had no extra fucking pillows. So I had to bring my own pillow. I was on the plane with my backpack and a goddamn pillow. And then I get there, I like set my pillow, uh, got my little blanket on the, on the couch. And so I just like walk into his room to tell him like good night or whatever, like I'll see, see you tomorrow morning. And he was, so he, he sleeps on like a double bed in the corner of his room and he was like very much on one side of the bed. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm just gonna, you know, go, go to bed type of thing. And then uh, he looks at me and he's like, Wetef, there's plenty of space here. And he like starts, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts tapping on the bed. And so, uh, you know, we uh, we shared that moment. Uh, I thought, okay, you know what? That's not half as bad as I thought it could have become. But like, uh, you said you just walked into his room. Oh uh, no, no, no! But uh, let, let it be known that I didn't sleep on the couch. Hey, I've been there, man, with Mario, <laughs> twice. <laughs> but yeah, I got really awkward because I had like a crazy nightmare in the middle of the night, <laughs> and I woke up and I like accidentally grabbed onto him, and he was like, "Wee!" 
and uh, yeah, so that that was it. That's not that's not worse than the two times I've I've slept with Mario. I think we'll have to keep those for episode nine. Uh, maybe. Nah, man, I'm, I'm gonna have to like now that you brought it up, it's gonna have to come <laughs> out. Uh, the first one was uh, actually in Toronto too. Damn, there's a strong <laughs> uh, strong correlation between these two events. <laughs> Free aim in Toronto with Mario, man, <laughs> and. Uh, he like it was. We had a sleeping arrangement where we had like two sleeping mattresses and one bed for an Airbnb. We were like in Toronto for. A, oh, I remember this. Yes, for a <laughs> festival. And uh, who else was at this festival with you? Uh, Toto, Nico. Who else? And uh, y- Yasmin Gatsby. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to all of them. And the one in particular. <laughs> and um, to- like we were sh- like splitting days on which like some like. Like on the first day, me and Toto, me and Nico get the the bed, and those two guys had to sleep on the mattresses, right? Yeah. So on the second day, it was Toto and Mario's turn. Yeah. And they were watching a movie on Netflix, and uh, my phone is dead. I'm kind of bored, so I just kind of go in between them, you know. <laughs> wiggle your way in. Wiggle my way in, and uh, to watch the movie with them, and uh, before I knew it, I was uh, packed in and asleep. Uh, <laughs> Very much squeezed in, <laughs> not much spacing there, dicks up, <laughs> uh, and they couldn't do anything about it. So we just ended up sleeping all three of us in a in a double. It was uh, that was the first time. Okay. And the second time was just like a, was relatively uh, stale, just me and him sharing a double, you know, just me and Mario. Now, my, my question when I hear of, like, two two males sharing a double is, do you go one blanket or two blanket? Like, did you guys share the blanket? Or he had one, you had one. Uh, in both cases, uh, two people in a double and three people in a double, we had one blanket. Okay, see, that's where, <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Like, I'll split in the double, but I'm, I'm having my own blanket. <laughs> and your own pillow. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think we had we shared one pillow the, the second time around. Boy, these are stories that I would not want to tell anyone. <laughs> Just to, to make you feel more comfortable about yours, because I knew you, you weren't too sure if you wanted no, no, to share felt, this. No, I felt comfortable, man. It was just, uh, like, in the moment, it was really top, because I was just, like, I was just getting ready for bed. And then, because he, like, he tapped on the bed, and that was really, like, the, the climactic <laughs> moment of the story. Like, if I was a dog or something, you know? Like, come, <laughs> come here, boy. But, yeah, there's been a lot going on these uh, this past week. You also blocked me on Facebook. Yes. Uh, not really catching that. I, with, I feel like I didn't reason. deserve that. Uh, unfortunately, we can't pull up the archive of the message because when you block someone, uh, uh, you can't see it afterwards. But essentially, what had happened is I was messaging Cyril frequently after uh, Toronto beat Houston, pretty big win at my dad. But I was memeing very hard, like I <laughs> sent you like twelve messages in a row or something. Yeah, uh, I feel like you were playing into it too, so I, I decided to play along as well. Like, like a lot of which were hitting on Patrick Patterson. Like I felt like that was some taquinage going on. No homo. Yeah, possible. You know me, Le Gros And then uh, before, <laughs> and before I knew it, I was just blocked on okay, Facebook. Okay, no, no, here's what happened. So I sent those like 12 messages consecutively all on the same topic and you didn't answer. So I considered that to be strike one. Like that was one like whole scene. Right? I think because I was like, I was studying or something and I was like not down to, to, to get out of my zone for some Patrick Patterson hate. Okay. Then I messaged you the next day about something totally unrelated. 
Yeah. And just straight scenes to me. I just, at this point, I just wanted to build on the 12. So that was that 12 was, scenes from the last night. So that was like the second whole scenes. Like I consider the first pack of 12 to be one. Okay. So that was strike two. Oh, uh, the way I saw it, it was like, I'm already at 12 consecutive <laughs> scenes. Let's see where this is going to go. This isn't like a Celtic streak. It was like a strike one, two, three situation. <laughs> and then the third one was when I sent you the meme of like uh, Kanye, like the tweet, I'm going to fix wolves. Yo, then, that like, was, but to be fair, I was like already tagged into that comment, into that picture before you sent it to I've me. I've seen it on Reddit though, I didn't see it on Facebook. Okay. So I thought I'd send it to you beforehand. So that was, that was strike three to me. And then I messaged you block incoming. I gave you like the fourth strike. Yeah, that one was just like, I, I was trying to call your bluff, like. And you called it and I, I, <laughs> yeah, I delivered. <laughs> I delivered definitely. So we've been. Uh, you were Sergi Blocker with the block. <laughs> so we've been communicating over text message this week. Yeah, it's been a new dynamic. There's still some scenes going down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at a much I have lower rate. on, so I can actually scenes you on. Yeah, exactly. On my message, which I like. But it's jokes because now when you block someone on Facebook on the Messenger app, you can still see their messages in group chats. The thing is, even so, we can still communicate yeah, like we still talk facet, to you, yeah. but just not not via the whispers. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the thing is, even while you, I was seeing those messages, I think I was answering like and ringing you up on the group chats whenever you would have some bands. I wasn't really bringing much bands this week. No, you, 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 I think you had a few moments, and I think I read up all of them. You read me up yesterday twice on, uh, on various bands. Exactly, uh, and that was with the block. I just wanted yeah. to, <laughs> just to, to point out the fact that it's not you like see, a universal I'm, scene. It's just, it I'm just willing to unblock. I'm willing to unblock. I just need the 15-line apology. Uh, can it be on the podcast, and how would that work? How do we translate 15 lines onto... Uh, Give me like a solid five sentences. I'm going to have to... I, I can't come up with anything on the podcast. All right, but then uh, it's gonna have to. It's gonna, it's have, gonna to have to persist. <laughs> Hopefully, by the next podcast, uh, it could be. Uh, we'll see what we can be do. Done it's not even like a block because we've had blocks in the past where it's been like beef. Yeah, like, this is more of a meme. This, this is, is a like meme, a, yeah. kind of an enjoyable. I block think you blocked me last year when we got into the Gordon Hayward Carmelo Anthony uh, argument. That's possible. Yeah, I, and there's for sure been blocks in between. Because those. when I blocked you, it was like friends since like 2016. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> we've never been friends for more than like eight months on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> or in real life. <laughs> but yeah. we, but that that will never hurt the podcast. Hopefully, uh, we've we've yet to have, we've we've come close to having incidents that hurt content of the podcast, but we've uh, we've narrowly avoided them. Yes, mostly through point. the scenes. Yes, mostly through the scenes. Um, I feel like we should probably get onto basketball content. Uh, yeah, for sure. First, let's talk. About, I want to talk about a bit the podcast, though. Uh, as you know, yesterday, last week, I called for a new segment where we read out fans uh, or fans like now requests. Fans like very emails. much in quotation marks. Uh, apparently not, though. And you, I already told you this before we started. Uh, we hit seventy listens on the last podcast. That is a career high for us. Seventy-two. Damn. So uh, I had to go check the stats, see, uh, like, I was like, for sure, one of someone accidentally played this uh, episode, like, ten times in a row, like, yeah. at work or something, or had it on, on a loop and never, like, stopped the loop. Uh, but no, like, the most we got from a single user was five. So I, I went down and I looked at the stats. We got uh, 24 views from the United States. Respect. Uh, eight from Canada, five from Australia, all of which were Ava, shouts to her. Yes. Uh, then that's then this I'm is where I still get to meet her, but I feel as though we've got such a strong relationship <laughs> as a pod. You were at her listener. birthday. I was no, yeah, I wasn't at Fitzroy. That was her birthday. Yeah. Damn, I was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you 
You want to give her a little uh, sh- uh, late happy birthday? <laughs> uh, I don't Anyways, we'll move on. No, was that, a, that was not a good night for me in terms of <laughs> mental state. And uh, this is where it gets weird after, after Australia. We get two views from United Kingdom, which is okay, whatever. Two from Finland. It's one Lori Martin and Matthew. <laughs> one from South Africa. Yes. And one from Vietnam. <laughs> Who are these people? Like, wh- wh- how did this come to happen? Like, we've really went international recently. Imagine you're in a foreign country and like this is the best North American content you can find. Yeah, that would be great. If be we so could be pathetic. someone's, <laughs> if we could, if we could be someone's favorite uh, North, like if someone decides to willingly listen to this from Vietnam over anything else from North America, that would be that would Seriously, be a huge. If the person who listened from Vietnam is like not memeing and is actually like counting on listening. Yeah, please, I, I, please if it's not like some robot. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's been some negatives too. Like, we can't just talk about the good, the good stuff. We only got one uh, request from a fan. Martin Hanna, we'll get to that later. <laughs> a little disappointed in you guys of the 72 people. No one had anything. Like, you guys always complain about what we can't talk, what we don't talk about. Yeah, more there people was your complain chance, than guys. enjoy. But yeah. uh, I enjoy it. And that's and that's, and that's all that matters, really. But yeah, so like uh, a lot of things going down for this podcast as of late. Uh, also, I wanted to ask you. We got, like, I was looking at our uh, the people who liked our, who followed our uh podcast yeah um well actually you know what there, there was this random girl called ra- i don't know if you saw there was a random indian girl who followed our uh oh yeah respect yeah but she unfollowed from what it seems i was i was reading I feel like there's like a- <laughs> we were at 13 at one point now we're at nine again Jeez. so i don't know what happened there i feel like there's probably a uh, like a follow for follow subculture on like for soundcloud people with like zero followers you think so i feel like it I feel like, uh, I don't know, man. She, I don't really care, though. We're at a higher place, okay? Yeah. Apple yeah, Podcasts. We're way beyond that. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. That's where it's at. I can't even... If these are our numbers on SoundCloud, Lord knows what, how it's like on, on Apple. It's probably not much better. <laughs> but, uh, if anything, it's probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one can dream, really. Dude, how many minutes in are we? Can we get to some basketball-related content? <laughs> Alright, so uh, there's been a lot going down. Like, obviously, there's not any games tonight because of Thanksgiving in the United States. But, uh, like, a lot of games happened last night. Uh, OKC beat, finally beat. OKC finally uh, played against Golden State, and they delivered. Yo, thank God, man. I've, uh, I'm, like, a very vocal Kevin Durant hater. Same here. I really hate him. And especially after what, what he said, uh, the last, time, oh. last thing he said uh, to are OKC. Are you referring to, like, the leadership statement? The tweet I'm talking about, mostly. Okay, I don't remember the tweet. What, are, what is the leadership? Oh, the, the tweet you're talking about, like, the ghost account. The, he thing. can't win with these cats. Yeah, he's, he's a loser for that. But the, the leadership thing is he was interviewed by GQ, and he was saying, like, I'm really happy I left OKC. I had to be a leader there, and here I can be, like, behind Stephen Clay. I'm not a natural leader. and so He's basically can't... saying he's a tapet. Like, he's, he's yes. being soft. Like, oh, I can't lead. Yeah, it's just, like, a very beta mentality. Like, how can you be the best player on, like, every team you've ever been on and say, like, oh, but I'm not a leader? Yeah. Like, it kind of sure. comes with the territory. Yeah. And even if you aren't a leader, why would you readily admit it? Yeah. Like, why would you just let people know, like, I'm a beta? I don't know, man. Kevin Durant's been in a, a different mind space since... Uh, and also, since, Kevin Durant yesterday got into like that, like that face-to-face, like no homo action with Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. I like that though. I, I like, like that, that there's some. Uh, but then after the game, a reporter asked him about it, and he put the reporter on blast for asking about it. He was like, "How dare you ask me this and shit like that?" And it's like, "Yo, if you're gonna get into these incidents that are like 
clearly visible and that are like going to be the top of everyone's attention. How would you expect someone not to ask you a question about it? You'd be a bad reporter if you didn't talk about it. Like it's it's what everyone's talking about. Kevin Durant is just like seriously uncool and he's pissed that everyone knows it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's like, and it's very forced. Like some, some of these players, Westbrook is the same way, but like it comes off as pretty cool when Westbrook does it. It comes off pretty organic. Like he'll, he'll get mad at reporters too and stuff, but it, yeah. it's, it feels valid. It's just the Westbrook stat chasing this year is kind of irking me because now he's on like a really good team. You like, saw you saw what happened last game. Like yesterday, they played him way too long just so he could get a triple double. Yeah, and I was like, who gives a shit? You guys just blew out the Warriors. Like that's all that matters. It's ridiculous. I think Curry and uh, KD were laughing at him. Yeah, but Curry and KD lost. They so were they in no yeah, place to so laugh. But, no but it also shows how much they didn't give a crap really about that game. To be fair, like I don't. Do you put much into this game? I don't really. No, like. but like symbolically for OKC, I'm happy for them because they needed that win much more than Golden State did. Golden. Yeah. State knows they can beat OKC. Yeah, like for exactly. OKC to get that first win against them in the season kind of meant a lot to them. And it was it was pretty big for Russell Westbrook too, who who hasn't been playing that well honestly uh, to start no. the season. But he's been like deferring a bit more. Yeah, but almost to a fault because he deserve like he needs to defer a little bit with the personnel. Yeah, he's got. but but he, it's a bit too extreme. Like it's it's to a fault. Yeah, I'd say with OKC the way he, like and uh, have you seen this free throw percentage? Like it's been weird. He's no, he's I not been. Honestly, good... I haven't been following OKC too much. Well, he he's he shot he started at one point in the season like. 15 games in, he was shooting 56%. Jesus, yeah, that's really that bad. crazy. Yeah. Now he's up to 72. He's been okay, making so awesome. the last few games. But still, that was that's weird. Like, uh, that's really an 82% weird. career free throw uh, shooting. I'm more focused on the Rockets as like the, as like a top West team. Like, that's uh, true. The Rockets are crazy. They've man. been, I think they won nine of their last 10. Don't sleep on who. <laughs> 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 and uh, they've, been, they've been killing teams, though. Yeah. Especially, they've had two like 75-point halves. They I'm had really a ninety point half against the Suns, and that it was too. insane. Yeah, dude, yesterday Luke Richard and Bamute was plus fifty seven. That's crazy. Like their that team is insane, man. They just have so many switchable wings who can all shoot and defend. Like it's, it, it's such a well put crazy. team. It, it's such a good mixture of talent and fit. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. I just kind of worry for them in the playoffs, like when the game slows down. If like the the gimmickiness of like their offense is kind of gonna is yeah. going to be difficult to sustain. But that's when. Uh, but then the fallback is like Chris Ball can just become the floor general again exactly. and do like Clippers two action where he's just like calling the shots. Yeah. It, it, would, it could become Clippers with better talent, basically. Because like the worst case to me is like they get in the playoffs and they 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 find out that they can't run and gun like they like they found out against the Spurs last year. And then you just revert to having Chris Paul be a floor general and James Harden be the like the best shooting guard in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, and really the only team you can't run and gun against is the Spurs. Like any other team, like if they go against Golden State, like yeah. Golden State is gonna well be yeah, but Golden State is to play that style. I don't think anyone can beat Golden State at their own game, and yeah. I think that's going to be Houston's fault if they play. Of that course, way. but you know anything could happen, right? Maybe like uh, Draymond gets suspended, kind of like the 2016 yeah. Finals. Like any like it's possible. Like you know, you never know. Also, so the Celtics streak ended last night. Finally. Fuck the Celtics. I, I, that was one of the things I, I thought you'd be happy of. Yeah, I was really happy, but it, I was kind of... Still bummed out. I was still the... bummed out about the Raptors. <laughs> it was such a bad game. And Spike Lee was giving it to everyone on the Raptors, too. He was sitting courts on, he was fucking yelling at everyone. <laughs> but the, the atmosphere was, like, electric. Like, even on TV, it was giving me, like, crazy feels. I was like, holy shit. Like, it's, like... It sounded as though the building was about to blow up. Like, people How? were going nuts, man. Every time the Raptors would miss, it'd get louder, and then... New York would like invariably go yeah. down, make a shot. New York, Tim Hardaway just tore the Raptors apart. New York is a much better place when the Knicks are good. Yeah, but the Knicks aren't good yet. Is yeah, the thing, but they're they're but when they're playing good. Yeah, Pascal Siakam was still shutting down Porzingis though. He held him to like a really pedestrian. Yeah, percentage. I saw that. How how much do you think though, uh, Pat Riley, like uh, 
wanted that win against the Celtics. Like, I'm sure he gave a little pep talk before. He, I'm sure he did not yeah. want to lose again to Danny Age. <laughs> There's a beef between him and Danny and Joe, but I can't say that I know like the origins of. Oh, them. they hate each other. They they I, they I hate each other. I cannot Danny Age, but he's he's an excellent GM, but he's just a fucking asshole. They not they they hate each other since like uh, Pat Riley was a coach and, and Danny Age was a player. Like uh, they they go way back. Uh, I think like uh, a few years ago, back when it was Celtics versus uh, Heat with like LeBron James there. Uh, Danny Ainge said like uh, said something like, uh, "Oh, Pat, like Miami, the Miami Heat need to stop flopping around or something like that." And Pat Riley called a press conference specifically to call him an asshole. <laughs> like he literally called the press conference. That's so true. Said Danny Ainge is an a-hole and then left. <laughs> like that's how much they hate each other. Pat Riley is really alpha though. I've heard like basically every time he brings a, a like a top free agent, all he does is just take his rings out and put them on the table. Yeah, that's how he got LeBron apparently. Didn't work again with Gordon Hayward. I'm, I'm sure he didn't like that. Yeah. That he ended up going with the Celtics. I kind of wanted. I kind of wanted Golden Hayward to, Gordon Hayward to go to Miami. Yeah, actually. I wanted that I team to be good. Thought that would have been interesting. Yeah. Interesting for fit. sure. To me, that Miami team is kind of just capped out now. They've got all these like mid-level contracts of players that are good but don't like aren't going to become great. Like James Johnson, Dion yeah. Waiters, Kelly Olynyk. Like these guys are all making between like twelve and fifteen, and they're not going to move the needle for you either way in like the next three years. Like they're just going to be like a six seed for three years straight or something. And none of them are on a particularly great contract either, so it's going to be kind of hard for them to move. The Olynyk like, contract was like really uh, a head scratcher for me. Yeah. Because they've got Hassan Whiteside, who they want to play like thirty-six minutes a game or whatever. Uh, and then they drafted Bam Adebayo, 14th overall, like the center of Kentucky, who's yeah. like the exact same style as on Whiteside. So I figured they'd just be like, uh, with all their 48 center minutes, we just want to play bully ball. And now they're bringing in Kelly Olenek, so it's going to hurt that player's development. Kelly Olenek plays a totally different style. He's more of a like stretch five. Uh, to me, and I don't really want Olenek to play the four because like, yeah. he, comes, he doesn't have like the ball handling passing yeah. to, to, to play the four. The four has become a really like demanding position now. The four to me it. is just like stronger threes. Like yeah, Wilson exactly. Chandler's playing the four, Robert Covington is playing the it's four. It's not a power forward as much as it's a power wing these days. Yeah. Like it, like to me, like Serge Ibaka always plays at the four for Toronto and he's he's definitely a center. Like he like doesn't you, have any yeah. ball handling or passing ability. Most of the traditional up. fours, like Kevin Love started off as like considered one of the great fours. Aldridge was one of the best fours. Now they all seem like they're better fits playing center. Yeah. I still think Aldridge is kind of a four, but it's he's like a weird type of player. Yeah. For sure. But Kevin Love to me is definitely a five. But people complain a lot about him playing the five this season because oh, yeah. uh, his rebounding isn't isn't what it used to be. Now that he's dropped all the weight, <laughs> Fat Kevin Love is like one it's, of the best like fat, weight players of all time. Fat Toto and Fat Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> do you a think, lot of similarities do you there. Think fat Toto is a better player than Skinny Toto. Well, I know that Ke- Skinny Kevin Love is much more handsome than Fat oh, yeah, Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah. Skinny Kevin Love is really handsome. Yes. No homo. Do you think? And I feel like Toto is. The same in every single way. Like he's a lot more handsome now. No homo. <laughs> uh, I mean, he can definitely run the floor a lot more. Yeah. But either way, like both Skinny and Fat Toto are just settling for long baseline twos. <laughs> so, like, there's only so good or bad that shot is depending on your weight. You know what I mean? It's just like the variance in, in the quality of that shot. I feel like that shot is a lot more acceptable if you're heavier. Yeah. Like yeah. when Zach Randolph takes those, we're, we're all we're all for it. But if, uh, I don't know, if, uh, who's skinny? Who's who's a skinny forward, man? Well, if uh, if Serge Ibaka was taking that same shot. Serge Ibaka's built, though. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad example. 
We'll just move on. We'll from just this. move. We'll, on. Let's keep it moving from here. What else you got here? I wanted to talk a little bit about the Celt- the Clippers losing streak. Yeah, the Clippers are pretty shit, man. Beverly's out for the season. Teodosic is out. They're looking at trading DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I just got one thing to say about that. Yeah. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> but they still got Blake. Look, I, I let, let's admit it here. Like I predicted this exact thing happening. You said they're all gonna get hurt. Yeah, yeah. but I still think that you'd be better than Utah because Utah's playing without Gobert as well. Right. Right. But does. What I'm wondering is, do you think Doc Rivers is eventually going to get fired this season? Uh, like, nine-game losing streak, it doesn't matter who you are. I was like, also listening deal. to the Zach Lowe pod. Uh, fuck Zach Lowe. <laughs> do not like Zach Lowe. But he was saying the... the Why do you hate Zach Lowe? Oh, man. Uh, well, first of all, when uh, Kyrie got traded to the Celtics, he said that Gordon Hayward might be the best player on the Celtics. I kind of thought that too. That's blasphemous. That's <laughs> like Ky- Kyrie is a lot better. Than like Kyrie. I felt like that was not a a bad, uh, like considering how uh, how much of a one way player Kyrie was. Kyrie like is probably he, in the fifteen to twenty range in terms of best players in the league, and Hayward's like twenty five to thirty range. Right now, yeah. But right even now. at that moment, at like, that moment, I I didn't think so. I felt if, like if I, you look at Kyrie's stats now, they're like very consistent with what he was putting up. He was putting up better numbers then, even yeah, I would say. So, but like the defense was so bad, and the fact that we never I don't saw think the his defense is great now, though. No, it's it's, it's better. Just, he's in like a very good system. I, I think it's much better. I think it's much uh, better. I don't know about that. I, and then he also said the Raptors should trade Demar Derozan for the one year of Paul George to get off Derozan's contract. Oh. Right, right after Derozan made All NBA, like Derozan's. If you don't like Derozan, that's fine. But he's still a max player. Like that's not a bad contract. The, how much is he getting paid? 35? 27. 27? No, that's not bad. Like, so, I'm okay with that. I would be okay with and that. Paul, like, that's basically just a salary dump because you know Paul George is not going to re-sign in Toronto. So he's saying the DeRozan contract is so bad that you just need to like give him up for a one-year asset that's not going to re-sign. Guy who's been with the team for like nine years. Like, DeRozan isn't just like the Dude, Raptors. that would be a good trade for the Pacers. 100%. <laughs> that would be a great trade for the look, Pacers. Look at what they got. Like, he's this acting like, like this is a salary dump, but it's, it's a good thing. Like, yeah. They, they would take that. But he was saying Toronto should do that. If Toronto could re-sign, I would be down with that. Paul George, yeah, but Paul George would never There's resign. no way that would yeah. happen. <laughs> and you can't trade DeRozan after like everything he's done for the franchise. Yo, that's, he's, he's he is the, the franchise. He, yeah. Exactly. He's the yeah, franchise. I like to hate on him. I like to mock him, but he, he's the franchise. He might be the most loyal player in the NBA. I, I'd say he's already surpassed Vince Carter by a mile. Yeah, for, for yeah. me, he's the best rapper. Even though Vince Carter is kind of more symbolic like as a player. Yeah. But Vince like, Carter is like, symbolic of like the uh, the rise of the Raptors basketball. Exactly. And like, the the, whole, they were on like the first, he was on like the first good Raptor team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, apparently, like apparently, no one understood like NBA basketball traditions in, in at the ACC when it started too. Like you know when uh, behind the baskets, people give like the big phone, not the phone things, but you know what I mean, like the uh, the balloons that you light up and you, you yeah, hit yeah. when someone shoots free throws, trying yeah. to make noise to distract them. Apparently, like the first like five home games at the ACC, home fans were doing that when Raptors were shooting free throws. <laughs> like they didn't even like there was such so little like NBA culture in Toronto that people yeah. didn't even understand how that worked. Like they were trying to distract their own players shooting free it's throws. It's come a long way. Yeah, it's really come a long way. But I was kind of disappointed with the turnout when I was there. Like, there was a lot of people leaving early, a lot of empty seats. Like, it was disappointing. Yeah, that always sucks, honestly. Not a lot, a lot. It's still one of the better NBA cities, I would say. Like, in, in the yeah. top half. Yeah, over for the bottom sure. half. But back to Doc Rivers. Uh, Do I, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Little, yeah, I think, I don't know, man. I don't like Doc Rivers as much as a coach, to be honest. So I, I would have no problem with, like, him getting fired. It's just a question of, like, who is a better coach on the market currently? You could always give a new guy a chance, right? Like uh, Becky Hammond, it's about time she gets one. Or uh, the Spurs, the other Spurs assistant. The, Spurs, the other, like the main Spurs assistant, Ettore Messina, is like going to stay until Pop retires because he's going to get that Spurs job. Right. 
he actually he uh, he, he said that before. No, no, no. But he, like the last time he interviewed for a head coach job was with Toronto when they decided to pick Dwayne Casey. So I think he's like all in on being the next Spurs coach. Okay. And every time people talk about it, I hear people saying like, "Oh no, no, no he, like, he's gonna stay. He'll be the next Spurs coach." Oh yeah. Well, that that's a good pick. That's a good idea too. That's always. A... I don't know who else. You could take someone from like the Spo tree. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Mike came out well. But you like they're they're like I can't think of any at the moment. But there's gonna be oh there's always gonna be people available. My like wet dream is that uh, Mike Buden or whatever his first name is Budenholzer decides like I can't coach like a twenty win team yeah. and like resigns. Kind of do exactly what Doc Rivers did when, yeah. when the Celtics. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. But I don't think it will ever happen. But like Toronto with Budenholzer would be crazy. That would be fun. It'd be so interesting. Or even just like, not even with Toronto, but like any team that has like Hon- somewhat of relevant players. If, if Doc Rivers were to get fired, would you rather have him over no, Dwayne Casey? No, no, no. no, Just because the continuity of having a coach for like five yeah. years, it's not worth changing a mid-season for a guy who's like, not, in like the yeah. same relative tier at the moment. Yeah. Like historically, Rivers is a better coach, but like those Boston teams he was coaching were just like very personnel heavy, right? Like those mm-hmm. are really good. Well, they had, yeah, they had the big teams three, three Hall of Famers yeah, on so that So they had the big three. Like there's, like the the best coaches to me are like those who get like good results out of like average personnel. Right, which like, is which is why I asked you a few uh, a few weeks ago about uh, Rick Carlisle. Like, yeah, like when do we start stop thinking he's a good? Yeah, I'm like I had him like in my elite coaches I think last year. I've like, always I'm had him of, there too, but I'm then starting to. Then I saw like how the the Mavs are doing. The, the roster is bad. The roster shit, but like. But it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, they're it's not even as bad as their record. I'd say. The record is horrendous. They're yeah. like three and fourteen. Or exactly, they're, like they're garbage. Like they're not the worst team in the league, and I think that's the record. What the record says right now, they've got like some pretty play. Like Dirk is still super good. Like yeah. super talent, like talented wise. Like, like he's, he's not a true bucket. Yeah, uh, he's like, not a complete negative. No, 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 of course not. Harrison like, Barnes is very good. Exactly. Seth Curry's. I don't. Curry, I don't know Seth if he's Curry's played. There, I think but uh, uh, like they have just like all around, they have some decent players. Like Wesley Noel Johnson's has a been okay. solid player. Yeah, exactly. Dennis Smith, like they've got pieces. Like, you mean Wesley look, Matthews, right? Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. sorry, Wesley Matthews. If you like, if you look at like a Sacramento, they're just like a dumpster. Exactly. Like, the roster is garbage. I'm like, okay, well, that's just not a good team. Exactly. But this is like, at the very least, even if they were performing to expectations, like, if if the way we rate our coaches is like, how could they do with like. Uh, less talented rosters, yeah. like and he, he's yeah. failed that yeah. test because yeah. yeah, he's doing worse. Like, like there, like he 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 does have a old uh, a history of of actually overperforming with yeah. some of his teams, like the past few years when they missed out on DeAndre and they made the playoffs. That was like the best thing they missed out on. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. What I was thinking with the DeAndre situation is, I feel like teams who are calling to trade him are actually just trading because they want the contract as opposed to they want the player. Because mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan, he's, an expiring, he's expiring, and so I think like a twenty-three million or however much he's making expiring is worth much more than whatever he brings to the table in terms of on-the-court action. That being said, he's still like in the right situation. I think he's still a good player too. Yeah, but like I would be overjoyed like if Toronto traded for him, even if it meant they had like a million centers, just because like the freeing up of twenty-three million in cap space is worth so much more. Yeah, that would be pretty. Cool. Than like an elite, like a player. So what are the two contracts you would like uh, unload? You would unload Jonas, I'm assuming. Yeah, you'd have to unload Jonas, and then you'd have to give like a secondary asset, right, to to get them to do it. I don't know. Toronto doesn't have any picks in next draft. Uh, 
I wouldn't, but it's tough because like all the Raptors young players, you don't really want to give up on now because they all have potential Definitely. to become like rotational players. And it's not worth giving up no. for an expiring contract. And it's like even or if it's you a give dump like, Jonas's contract. even if you give Fred Van Vliet, who's like the only young player, I'd give up. Like, does that change anything for the Clippers? Like, do they really do they care about Fred Van Vliet? Like, he's, they're not he's super, accepting yeah, this contract. You know what I mean? They could so, probably find a better deal than that. Like, a, a team is going to take the bait on DeAndre. What I was thinking is uh, Phoenix desperately just needs like any guy who's playable, and uh, their defense is shit. But Young they already have to kind of unload their centers as so it is. Here's what, here's what I think is interesting. I would trade Monroe and the first given in the Bledsoe trade to, uh, to the Clippers for the DeAndre Jordan. And that way they both get expiring. But right? man, that would suck for DeAndre. Like, I kind of want to see DeAndre on a playoff team. He's, he's a good player. Like, I don't like seeing good players on get wasted yeah. away. And but like, that up. trade makes sense for both teams. Yes, yeah, that's true. And like they had shown interest in DeAndre last summer, Phoenix. Like they were looking at trading. Even they can toss in Len if they if they really want. They apparently they seem to hate Len. Len got a DNP last game. Yeah, they they didn't even want him this year, but since no one else did, <laughs> just like might as well yeah. like, <laughs> reach. Same thing for Shabazz for us. Yeah. <laughs> Shabazz, like uh, Shabazz got offered no contract, uh, came back on the minimum after yeah. opting out. And then was sent the message about how he's so glad to be back and all that stuff. That's like, dog, you tried to leave. <laughs> no one wanted you. <laughs> Let's kinda, be real I here. He kind of likes Shabazz, but he just like cannot play any defense. Yeah, he can't play defense, and he's such a ball hog. And he's been actually just overall pretty. He's like a bucket though. Like he he scores. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Inefficiently though. Yeah. No, he uh, he hasn't been good this season. But usually, like, I'm I'm guessing this is more just of a. A cold spell for him but like overall he's just that like uh, that's all he is yeah just score a scorer who, who has tunnel vision and who doesn't play much defense so you said the Timberwolves played last night how did that go uh they beat Orlando not really impressed with that though I didn't get to watch it unfortunately I only came in uh, back from school in time to watch the Sacramento Kings against the Lakers oof, oof, oof. it's a really raw deal I took God and obviously that's the only game our effing uh Canadian Dude, uh, network. TV Canada is actually yeah. horse shit. God damn. They TSN sh- too, man. TSN, TSN basically only shows Raptors. Yeah, games. they only, they showed two games last night: the Raptors game and the Kings Lakers game. I didn't even watch the Kings Lakers game. I watched it. It was it was some boring. Tell ass me a little stuff. bit about the epic duel <laughs> between. Lonzo well, and I think they combined off. for uh, twenty four points, and. Uh, they uh, they both shot the ball extremely poorly, just what you would expect from those two. Yeah. Man, it was disappointing. My bad to the viewers. I forgot to charge my laptop. <laughs> I was really confused after what just happened. <laughs> And we're, uh, we're, we're at like 7%, so I was like, not going to take the risk on this one. Damn, man, you really, you ghosted me there. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was glad Sacramento won because of this whole meme of Deer and Fox, like always owning. Lonzo. Which is kind of true, though. It is kind of true. And I think his dad said, like, he ate his ass or something. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, but. but like, I don't know, man. Lonzo is just so <laughs> uninspiring to me. Like, he does move the ball up nice, and he's got, like, very good vision, but, like, can't shoot. His on-ball defense is horrendous. He, like, like, like we're, me, we're, me and Sir were talking about this before. Like, he's a good team defender, but, like, point guard is the most useless position to be a good team defender because you're guarding an on-ball player, like, 16 seconds out of every possession. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. With Lonzo, 
Like, I, I do think the shooting, like, I think a lot of it is has to do with it. It's a mental thing at this point. Like, I don't think he's as bad as his shooting form is. You know what I mean? It's possible, but I don't think he'll ever become a passable shooter unless he, like, totally revamps the shooting form. And I think it'll, it'll happen eventually. La- LaVar Ball finally, like, did what we all expected him to do. He finally criticized the Lakers, the Lakers coaching. Yeah, that was super stupid because they're playing Lonzo way more than he deserves to be played already. Right? Like, he's a rookie point guard and he's averaging, like, 36 minutes a game. Yeah, that's one of those situations where LeVar really has to shut up. Yeah, LeVar in general. That in general, really, yeah. But, like, it's it's just so stupid to me because the... Like, the two marquee young players on the Lakers are Ball and uh, Ingram, and they're, like, arguably being outperformed by Clarkson and Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're two, like, depth young players. So, I don't, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. The Lakers are just, like, very irrelevant. To be fair, they've been one of the better, like, not one of the better teams. No, yeah. But they're, like, the ninth seed right now in the West. But the West is just looking like complete disarray so far. Every team is super inconsistent. I was praising the Grizzlies on this uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, they, they, they just went on a six-game losing streak. Uh, but it's, it's tough it's, because Conley's out. Yeah, that's so. too. But, but even like Conley's been playing really bad. Yeah, that's because he was playing hurt, though. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I really hope so, honestly. That's what else. my boy Zach Lowe was saying. <laughs> so, uh, like, but them being the ninth seed so far it doesn't mean much, obviously. Uh, you want to finally get to our uh, to our one uh, message from yeah, our fans? Yeah, let's get to our one, our one message and then we'll, we'll cut it. Alright, so uh, our good uh, friend Martin wanted us to talk about LeBron James and if, he, if we think the Cavs will go to the finals or if the Celtics will take it. I don't even want to acknowledge this question. <laughs> Keep in mind this, this came uh, a couple days after Golden State lost to the, to the Celtics. Yeah, no, no. This so was this was the, very show at the time. The Cavs are still making finals. Uh, but would you no s- doubt. would you say like would would you give any consideration to the Celtics making it no. whatsoever? No. No bias here whatsoever. No, I just like the Cavs are going to take anyone, so it doesn't yeah. really matter to me. I, I still feel, but like I think the Cavs could give them uh, a couple games, uh, like could take a couple games away from the Cavs. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think no, so? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I man. just think like play, playoff like, LeBron just absolutely ran through that team, even with all their switching and this that. Like they, he he had no problem with that last year. Yeah, that's true. And like to, I don't like, know. All you need to do in the playoffs is surround LeBron with players who are like at any point in their careers good, and he like gets the absolute most out of them. Yeah, but this is the year where they're trying to stretch it out the most, especially with Dwayne Wade. But like Isaiah's gonna, Isaiah's gonna be back in the playoffs. He's yeah, gonna, yeah, he's gonna and, kick the Celtics. And they have been better as of late, and they their defense has been ranked like top like, look, ten. We, we've seen we've seen one real LeBron James game, and it was when he absolutely murdered the Wizards after That's they said true. they were the best team in the East. Also, when he murdered the Knicks a few weeks ago, uh, last week, what I said. Yeah, but even there, it looked yeah. like he took like a half off. And then decided, then like, the I, I want to win, yeah, like, like, win this game. The, <laughs> this is, I'm king of New York, I'm going to win this game. <laughs> the king of New York banter to me was just so jokes. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. My part. favorite part was how triggered Toto was over it all. Yeah, he was really triggered, and he was triggered for no reason as well. <laughs> as usual, really. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so you, you, you're telling Martin there's no chance whatsoever to set. No, no, I don't no. know, man. I, with a 16 and, and free start, like, I feel like eventually we, start have, to, we have to start considering them. As being like uh, close to a, a contender too. Yeah, sure, but like it's not happening this year. I don't know. Like you, you think that roster takes four games from LeBron James in the not four season. games, but I don't think they get swept either. I, I think it, it it's, it's not, like a five game series. I don't think it's lops, as lopsided as the as the last series. Uh, 
I think so. I don't know. Like, I feel like this team is better than last year's team. The Celtics? Yeah. They're definitely playing a lot better. I, I think, like, they've... Uh, they've like, they're a lot more... more fit to run what uh, Brad Stevens wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the switching yeah, yeah, and the long... Definitely. The, system, the system is better. I don't think the personnel is better. Because Maybe they not. lost yeah. a lot of depth from That's last true. year. Like, they play a lot of players who, like, I'm not super high on. That's... One in particular, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, well, I, don't, I don't like Jalen Brown, but he, he has been a lot better. But, like, some of their depth guys are just, like, really That's overwhelming. True. Like, uh, like I don't know. Like, o, o, like Ojale plays a fair amount. Yeah, like, I saw that. Like, he's a rookie. Like, that's fine. But, like, he's kind of underwhelming at the moment to be, like, a rotation player. Terry Rose plays a lot, too. People people really like him, but yeah, I, I don't like I, I kind of like him, too. Uh, Daniel Theist is, like, he's just whatever. Aaron Baines is whatever. Like, I don't know. They have like four guys that are like constantly in the rotation that I just find to be like really whatever. And so I don't know. Uh, I guess we'd have to wait a bit. We'll have to wait, but I mean... It's still LeBron James. It's still LeBron yeah, James. Like, for sure, I'm taking LeBron in any series that's not against Golden State. Even Houston, I, I would take LeBron James. Dude, even Golden State, maybe this year. Uh, who knows? I don't know if you want to make that mistake I don't, again. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting, the final, because... Uh, like Steph Curry's never had to play defense in the finals. Yeah. And so, like, even though Wade doesn't provide the spacing that J.R. Smith does, like Curry's gonna have to play defense against Wade. I, I don't mind that honestly. Like, what is he? Like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, he's still taking mid range jump shots. Yeah, but Wade's got that old man's game. Like, he can give you that work. I hope so. At the, on the other side, though, they're a lot worse defensively, so I don't know how that's going to work out for them. Guarding. Yeah, their defense, like, defense going to be really bad. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah might be unplayable in the finals, which exactly. is like really difficult. And so is Dwayne Wade. Like, I don't see who the hell Dwayne Wade could guard. Like, he's not going to run around run, uh, Clay Thompson all game. No. He can't, he can't guard Steph Curry on the ball. Definitely no. can't guard Kevin Durant. No. I'm not really comfortable putting him on Draymond Green either. Like even though yeah, you, could put, on, you sp- could put him on Draymond, but like you, I, I you want to hide the yeah. absolute worst defender on the court on Draymond. So. But even that, like, I'm not comfortable playing him on a big man. Even yeah. though Draymond's well, not even a- even then, you might want to put LeBron on Draymond and let like let LeBron play this like center field defense, yeah, exactly. where he's just like playing team defense as opposed to like guarding a man. Exactly. So it, yeah, I, I agree. It gets tough. And and with Isaiah Thomas too, like there there goes two of your. I was kind of players. excited about the Crowder like Crowder coming in the trade because I was like that's someone who can play the four and like yeah. potentially and who can play against Golden State. Yeah. But he's been so shit. I hope it gets better for him. They they really need him to get better because he's one of those depth pieces that's going to is like going to be underrated throughout the season, but it's going to be like super important in the finals. But he hasn't been that so far this no, season. No, he's he's been garbage, man. Boss man ninety nine. <laughs> that's his that's his Instagram handle. That's what he refers to himself as. Boss man as in Boston? No, like boss man is oh, like, like I'm B-O-S. a boss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you brought an interesting point, uh, actually, that I, I completely forgot about. Like a few days ago, we were talking with uh, with Stephen Bulas. I know you don't like this name drop, <laughs> but uh, he was saying how KD was gonna have a better, more rings than uh, than uh, LeBron James, and you were like, oh. Well, First of all, it's not going to matter because it doesn't mean as much. To me, those rings don't count. Yeah. And, and you said it's not going to happen. I said even then it might not happen. Honestly, I don't see how it's not going to happen. Like, I'm, I was trying to think of it. There... So here's what I think. I think LeBron's got one more ring in him. Puts him at four. But where? When? He's like, still, who, yeah. how does LeBron ever win a championship against this Golden State so long as this Golden State team exists. Yeah, but we don't know how much longer this Golden State team is going to exist. At the very least till like the next the next guy of their core four to be a free agent, I think is yeah. Clay Thompson. Yeah, I think that's in two years. That's in two years. Yeah. Like, in those two years. But even then like you And after like, winning four rings in a row, do you 
like really see them. No, but even then, like the, think of like the teams they might have to like they might have to play in the West. Like first of all, last year Golden State's path to the final, everyone talks about like how difficult the West is. Like they most, had the easy most one, yeah. overrated path to final I've ever seen in my life. Portland is like a fringe playoff team. Portland had uh, Nurkic injured too. Portland to is a worse. fringe playoff team in yeah. either conference. Then they played Utah without Hayward. No, Hayward was there. No, Hayward, Hayward was, missed a game. You're talking about uh, Hill. No, yes, yes, but Hayward also missed a game with food poisoning. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, I didn't remember. So that. they missed. So and it was a four-game series. So one of the four games. But they were was sweeping that Hayward, regardless. And then Hill was out. But they were sweeping so, that regardless. So yeah. But like Utah's a pretty good team, but even then, like yeah, without their starting point guard and with without their best, without their best player for one game, it's clearly like a pretty easy series. That's for sure, yeah. And then the Spurs gave him like the absolute work for three quarters before Zaza just murdered Kawhi Leonard, and like the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard are not a good team, like personnel wise. Like they're clearly not going to like run in the playoffs, the it's not going to work. Yeah. So so like the the path is super overrated, but if you think about it this year, it's like very feasible that like three series in a row, the Warriors play Denver, OKC, and the Rockets. Like that would be an, that would be an mm-hmm. insanely th- insanely hard three series in a row, and it's yeah. possible you slip up, someone gets hurt, one thing happens, another thing happens. Like I could I could see it happening that like at some point in the next three years they don't make the finals, and if anyone makes the finals, but the the Warriors like LeBron can take them. Yeah, if if it's LeBron so, against anything but the Warriors. Yeah, so so I think it's possible. Because all these teams do. The thing is, all these other teams though, like it'd be hard to pick them against the Warriors ever. You know, even if the Warriors have a tough competition, like all the three teams you just mentioned, actually, other than the Rockets, maybe have like some very glaring weaknesses. Yeah, but I think every one of those teams at least takes games off the Warriors. You think so? Yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure, for sure. I mean, the Rockets take two, I think. OKC takes one, two, and then I think like maybe Nuggets, Nuggets get swept. Yeah. Maybe Nuggets get swept. But like even then, like that's playing five more games than you played last year to get yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. I hope so. Because or else it's going to get really stale in the next Yeah, place. it's going to get very stale. Kevin Durant ruined the NBA, to be honest. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> and on that note, I think uh, we should end it. Yeah, we should end it on a, on a very uh, vehement <laughs> fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys all Sunday. Yeah, so short uh, little break for us. Remember, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please. Hit us with some fan mail. We will read it. Probably. We don't get a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Marte. He got finally... Uh, you got uh, uh, his mails set red over here, so I'm sure he would uh, he would encourage you guys to do it too. And uh, peace. See you Sunday.